Geek Shock. Saturday, Friday. Okay. Wait, what, what's a Resident Evil party? Zombies, you know. Oh, just a zombie party. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, so <clears throat> also you probably know, you some commandos. You know, you have zombies that can dig. You got zombies that can fly a jet. Oh, what you else did rise uh, from the grave. <laughs> yeah. Dogs and cats <laughs> living together. Mass hysteria. I'm a zombie <laughs> fan, but Resident Evil is like way low like, on, on the zombie. Really? Movie wise, movie wise, they're terrible. I can't oh, yeah. even deal with them. games. Are fun. But no. the games, you uh, were never a big fan. The games, as time has gone on, I've liked them less and less. Yeah. I just hate that. T- old school tank control that they have. Yeah. Diminishing they returns. Since 4, they fixed that. That's what the... Uh, that, you know, God, that's, damn, I, they did fun. fix it, but they think. still... It made it so clunky. I mean, well, the, the controls just would not work for me. I just got tired of it real I fast. I would suggest trying Revelations 2, which is the one I really enjoyed. Dun, da, dun, ba, dun. Revelations really 2. Dun, ba, dun, what what ba, makes dun. that one so different? It's just a, it feels like a throwback. Um, it doesn't have the shit controls. No. The controls are good. We'll it's fun. The only problem I scary. The only problem I ever had with Resident Evil was the the uh, lack of camera control because like you would yeah. be walking down a hallway and then all of a sudden the camera would do a 180 and you're and looking at thing. the corner. Yeah. And then there's a thing there. That's the only thing yeah, I ever had a problem. But I love it. It always kind of had that. Too. Even to the old uh, Master of Unlocking days, uh-huh. that was a big problem. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I guess I guess even just the storyline aspect, I guess I've lost it because with my interests that I no longer know what the story is. Well, yeah. It's, oh, the it's story's gotten, insane. It's gotten kind of convoluted You over the read years. fucking Warcraft. Hammer novels, and you're coming at me with, I can't follow Resident Evil. Hey now, hey now, do not touch that story. Warhammer novels are 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 well organized, very well. So's are re man. So Resident Evil is it like? I mean, I got Resident Evil and two Nemesis and all those. Do you remember? You remember? Torgo knows where I'll go with this because. Warhammer, like Horus Heresy in particular. That's its own creature. It's like eight different viewpoints. Like, oh, what happens on this planet? And then view from this planet, same event, but just different. It's annoying. I stopped book 13, probably further than you got. How many Horus Heresy books are there now? Are they in their their 30s now? Something like that. Jesus Christ. Wow. And I already know what happened. He goes to the palace, fights the emperor to the death, blah, blah, blah. Just get there. You know from the beginning how that story ends. So it, how, it's to go back and tell this this legendary tale of how humanity folded. Yes, and they can't. They it's too lucrative for them to end it. That's right. That's exactly wow. what it is. Welcome, folks. This Geek Shock number three thirty eight. I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul, eighties Jeff, Commander K, back checked Andy. My name is Maple Leaf Matt, and we're talking Week and Geek and, and Warhammer and Resident Evil so far. Yeah. Um, so but, Revelations uh, two. Okay. You remember Barry Burton from the first one? Yes. Barry. Barry Burton's kid. Flarg? His daughter. <laughs> oh, no. Right. And uh, Jill, Valentine, mm-hmm. are off on this island doing an adventure. And then, so you'd get Jill and Barry's kid, whose name I can't remember right now. Was, I just like you saying Barry's kid. Yeah. They do, they do an adventure. <laughs> Frightening concept. She's somewhere, there's a tingle going down Barry's back. She's insanely hot. <laughs> Not Barry's She's back. insanely Dead hot. Back. And she has this alt costume where she's got like this bikini and a <laughs> devil hot head. 
Oh. <laughs> Paul, That's what I really? love about the game, too. I, I remember you playing some some crazy goddamn volleyball game, and that's De- all you could De- talk about was um, changing the costumes. Oh, yeah. That's all you, That's all Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball was. Nah. It's got the boob physics. Yeah. It's got the boob the volleyball physics. Volleyball was... They're up to... Immaterial. They're up to like five now. It didn't even come out in the States anymore. They yeah, don't they, give a fuck about our market. Yeah. It's but it's still Barbie. rolling. Anyway, that's a terrible game. But uh, <laughs> it's barely a game. Well, yeah. It's a dating right. simulator. But the but the uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Revelations too good. So then you do their adventure, and then you go back, and then you do Barry's adventure, which happens like months after, and he's running to the island to try and find them. It's really cool. I, I thought like Barry's it. adventure was trying to stay alive in a state full of guns. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's adventure is trying to <laughs> climb out of his hair every morning. <laughs> oh, go get up. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, my man lady here. I'm going to stay here and suck my own dick. Oh, <laughs> oh I changed my mind. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to suck my hair. Oh. oh, oh, my hair just nutted in my face. Oh, <laughs> oh got hair nut all over Barry me. hair job. Mm. <laughs> now, there's your penis tree of the puppets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, gentlemen, what'd you do geeky this week? Penis tree of the puppet? It's you got to listen to the other show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andy. There it is. That's it. I had my birthday party, which only my enemy showed up to. <laughs> yeah. And all of you motherfuckers. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my yeah. friends? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. Or is that, that that's the, all I did. That's all. Keep I your did. friends close and your enemies closer. I don't know, something like that. And they'll spill on you. <laughs> keep your friends close and your enemies closer. I spilled huh? nothing. Enemies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand it was a just an adventure of beer and logs and yes. dead rats. Vajazzling. And vajazzling. Vajazzling. Get the vajazzling. It's log. It's log. <laughs> this man's party missing. when there's vajazzling Ooh, going vajazzled. on. Who vajazzled? Nobody vajazzled. <laughs> Andy's phone. Paulette. Andy's phone. Paulette vajazzled. Andy's phone vajazzled. <laughs> right in front of all of us. <laughs> no. Wow. I don't believe Andy. that for a second. <laughs> but I think a vajazzling party would be awesome (laughs) i don't know how it started but someone was like oh and then andy's like here let me search and they're like oh give me your phone and so his phone got passed around like 20 people and they're all like searching shit so he's got like i don't know what he's got on his phone now (laughs) yeah so you let people just corrupt your phone with horrible searches your phone is diseased andy it's time for a new one it helps apply with alcohol oh yeah it does help it's like that time i made the mistake of searching for enlarged clitoris <laughs> God, it was it. You know, every time I thought I deleted that from my search history, it would pop back up. You should try blue waffle sometime. Ah, ah. Pop back up. Oh, oh boy. Hey oh. And and boy, I think, I think the word you were looking for for searching was penis. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I watched. Uh, comes a point. I watched a fine line. Five or six episodes of Ghostbusters. Five or six episodes of the oh, real Ghostbusters or the original three-piece Ghostbusters? The 1975 three-piece Ghostbusters. All right. How could you make it My God, that? is it bad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> How did you make it through that? I was doing other stuff while I was on. Now, you were oh, watching okay. the live-action original. The live-action one with uh, Forrest Tucker and uh, Larry Storch and uh, Ben Burns, Bob Burns, and Bob the gorilla Burns costume. Bob Burns the gorilla costume. Yeah. Was there not one before that? No. That's, there were, there that's were, the original. Were there not? That's the one cereal that Filmation's based on. But weren't on. there serial shorts? No, those are there that, are some no? fake ones. There's some fake ones out there that say Ghostbusters and it just basically took an old thing called 
Something else is like Ghostbusters. And it's all black and white then? Yeah, but they've, they've changed it to be Ghostbusters to make it look like it's, uh, but it isn't. Okay. Yeah. That's what was confusing yeah. me. See, Thank you the, for clearing see, that up. that's the whole thing that gets me about <laughs> the, this whole sanctity of Ghostbusters mm. going forward, because not even Ghostbusters was the first Ghostbusters. No. And we got the Ghostbusters sequel, which is okay. It's not awful. A lot of people remember it as awful, but it's not. And watching the old Ghostbusters... I realized that I really liked the idea of the Ghostbusters, but the show was stupid, and I knew it then. <laughs> so when the actual Ghostbusters came out and it was cool, I was very stoked. I remember that now. It's like know. a lot of old shows, though. I think yeah. we remember them in rose, rose tinted goggles. Ain't or that the goddamn? I mean, like, Battlestar Galactica, the original series, eh, pretty weak. Like I was watching the original Transformers, the cartoon version. It's awful too. Some of the stories. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to stop. <laughs> oh, right oh shut up! Shut oh, up! Shit. I fucking loved you one, dude. I loved you one. I just love it. It is weird, but I love it. It, it, I'll I'll go with weird, but I'm... Especially like season three when it gets just fucking depressing and bizarre. I I loved it as a kid, but the stuff I've seen Mm. does not make me excited to go crazy. Oh, I love Mm. it. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love it for what it is and what it was to me. But it's... I don't know. <laughs> I just, I can, I love There's it. There's a few of those things. Uh, I, even going back to the, the whole Ghostbusters thing, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about why I never really watched the real Ghostbusters animated series. Cause oh, it, I, you didn't? No, I, I, I didn't like it. Oh. I, I started to watch it, but I couldn't grasp it. And I think it's because it's almost like recasting those roles to me. Okay. I mean, you got Dave Coulier as, mm-hmm. you know, Venkman and you have Egon that uh, looks like Dave Coulier as Venkman was later on was it it yeah. was Lorenzo music to start but right. either way you, it wasn't the you same you started watching when it was like Slimer and the real Ghostbusters when I, things I, had gone to no, shit no no I started when it, when it was early I just didn't remember that Lorenzo mm-hmm. was first well none uh-huh. of the characters looked like them that, like the that's movie really it especially so. Egon he looked like he was a member of Flock of Seagulls well see right. here's the thing so you had different I, voices and different quote unquote Characters. Yeah, and I know I, why they did it because they couldn't legally make them right. look like. And they needed to separate the characters because they're very obviously different. They even got different color uniforms. I thought it was hilarious because I thought it was an interesting choice of like these are the, the this is what was actually the movie was based on. I thought that was right. That's, but the big thing for me was I love the toys. The toys mm, are amazing. Toys and are I had cool. Egon and Venkman right out the gate, and I I I used to carry that Egon with me everywhere. Everywhere, I loved it, and they had the so kids long, with their blankies, you with your me with my Egon. <laughs> they had that long, ridiculous wiggle, yep, thing, little plastic, yeah, uh, his, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a little swizzle uh, thing for the guns. Stream. Yep, yeah. and I just this week got the uh, the rest of the four. Yeah, I called you about that from the no, not not the new stuff. Oh, okay, but the old school that um, Diamond Select came out with. Oh man, okay. they're mm-hmm. fucking cool. It's the original four, and they're based off of Gentle Giant sculpts. Mm. Oh, nice. They're, they're sized down a little bit. They're, they're seven-inch figures, but they're f- so detailed. Mm, nice. So detailed. And they were incorrectly priced at Toys R Us. I'm really? Terrified. Yeah, because I got the first two for 12 a pop. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know. There's, I, there's a difference in the packaging. So maybe they weren't incorrectly priced. Maybe they just really redid it all. Because, like a Toys R Us packaging exclusive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like they were so they supposed to... There's 12 figures in the line, and they're all supposed to come with these chunks of uh, the rooftop scene. Okay. And so the two that I ordered online came with those pieces. 
packaging is huge and it's so much more bulky and there's so much more to it. But these other two did not come with any of those accessories. So. That has to be it. It has to be like a Toys R Us packaging exclusive. Yeah, so just they changing it up and they're knocking off some some money for smaller packaging and they're not including the rooftop. I stuff. love it. Yeah. I love it. You need to go back and watch some of those those live action Ghostbusters though because uh, they're full With of the Paul monkey? jokes. Oh, are they? Okay. Oh, yeah. I like them. There, there was actually one. I actually, <laughs> I actually, actually laughed out loud at one. There was this, hit it. Well, they, they are, he, they're uh, sitting at the day, you know, sitting in the office, and uh, Larry Storch is uh, dusting a slinky. And he's what? The, what are you doing? Spring cleaning. I'm like, oh, Paul is the. <laughs> where is Paul for that this? That is so a Paul joke. <laughs> wow. God damn. Uh, wow. It, 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 it hit him right in the funnies here. He can't even speak now. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. It is. It's good. It's real good. But I laughed. Spring Not cleaning. only because it caught me by surprise, but because I was like, that's Paul. <laughs> yeah, I'm spring cleaning. And you know the weird thing about that whole thing? Larry Storch, still kicking. He's still is alive. He's really? still alive. Wow. How old is he? Well, now a million that, and six. Now that you <laughs> now I've killed him. Now yes, that you worked your sorry, Andy magic. I'm sorry, Larry. Poor bastard. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Good God, Andy. But here's the thing: I don't. I never truly gave the real Ghostbusters a real chance. I would like to see it now. Cthulhu's in it, man. I got to see that one. I Didn't mentioned it? last week that they're reissuing. Yes, I am. I got to walk back some of this shit. Here we go. They're bringing them back out, but it's piecemeal. It's selected episodes. It's not oh, the total collection. Uh, right. Uh, and it's five single disc or maybe double disc collections. Curated. Yeah, it's curated. It's like, when the... F- it's really the whole thing. <laughs> and right? it's probably okay. And it's probably as much as you'd ever watch again for the most part. But I'm as a completist, I just it just gets yeah, my hackles up. Yeah, it keeps me in the balls. Now. But it's super cheap. And it did help to drop the price of the big set but the big set is impossible to find right now sure impossible to find flying off the shelves or flying off the sites i should say yeah it's just been gone it's been out of stock for a while you'll be happy i dipped my toe in the collection a little bit i'm the funkos i'm looking at uh stay puff man and uh pinkman marty and marty (laughs) and the uh, delorean yeah, so I was just talking about that before you came, so I'm collecting those right now. You have be, you've decided to become a Funko collector. Yes. Which kind? All, all of them. them. All of them. <laughs> just just no. whichever one I like. I, you I don't want. want you don't want to do that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Are, okay. The ones you like. I get that. Yes. That's yeah. cool. That's Ralph, what I am. Too. Ralph has got those Planet of the Apes and those Kill Bills. I just look yeah. at that and I'm like, damn, it sucks to be broke. <laughs> I bought that. Uh, what's her name? A, a long time ago. The Bride. No. Um, Zen, uh, Gogo Yubari. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's just not a lot of Gogo Yubari figures out there. So no, yeah. That's where Funko the, really knocks it out of the park. That's they, it. They, they, do they do the ones that, that everybody ever, does. Yeah. Everything. With, with or without the blood eyes. No, she just has her little chain. Yeah, okay. She's fine. Um, and then Breakfast I got, Club. God damn it. I got the whole Pac-Man series. And then I'm looking the online. I'm like, they've some vaulted I cannot get? What the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, just get the ones you like going forward. Yeah. Because you can find them kind of cheap at cons. Yeah. Find nice deals. Before we go on what uh, we did, I just want to remind everybody that this weekend yes. is the Paseo Verde Library Mini Con here in Las Vegas, May 28th. We will be doing a live podcast at noon. In fact, it will technically be part two of this podcast that you're listening to right now. Smell the noise. That's... that's PG era, gone. right? Paul gets that. <laughs> right. 
So join us if you can, but if not, uh, we're hoping to record that live session and post <laughs> that hoping. later on. I don't know technical difficulties might get in the way. Uh, so you never know. There's always the possibility that those in <laughs> able so, to attend might be the only ones to see it. So you bring dust, your own surge uh, protector, I hope. Uh, I'm going to do <laughs> what I can. So dust off your slinkies and come on down. I'm pretty good at foreseeing problems, but damn it, they find me anyway. So watch for a possible uh, live stream uh, prior to the sh- us recording the show. So that'll be at 11:30. <laughs> so you might at least get that. Um, there you go. That'll be 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. So, Paul, translate that yes. on Saturday. So, could we just stream course. it the same way you stream your uh, bucket show? Yeah, we can put it up on Periscope. There you go. You can live stream to YouTube. I can live stream to Facebook. Facebook. There's all kinds Jeff of stuff can live I can stream do. like can. a motherfucker. He yeah. will, he right. I live stream every time I go to bathroom. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all have our phones up and doing stuff. I'll, I'll put it up on my Periscope, okay. my personal Periscope. That's I'll, right. bring, I'll bring a tripod with a... I have one. <laughs> I have a. I have. I've got one on order. It should be at the uh, apartment. I hope. Use okay. the selfie with the self fans blowing oh, at you. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Does that and mean I'm going to have to borrow your selfie stick, Todd? Uh, yeah. You have a selfie God stick. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Still in the box, but uh, yeah, I've got one. There you go. For for the promise of recording things I never do. Yeah. Uh, also, also uh, for those of you who have time machines listening to this. Go back in time to this exact recording moment because Alternate Reality Comics, Ralph's, is actually having apparently a, a DC Rebirth premiere party right now. Yes. In fact, uh, Paul mentioned of possibly doing that tonight and then doing this podcast. <laughs> and you said no because you're a good man. I said no because I have to get up early for work. Foot <laughs> down. I just I'm I'm up till six in the morning so regularly now it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's your, that's your normal that's moving normal and grooving time. Well, I mean, if I I, I get off the, the stage at eleven, exactly. And that's still like you're you're just a goddamn you're vampire. Oh, which reminds me, great freaking animation this week. Oh yes. boy, oh yeah, <laughs> Thomas Head. Yes, doing the vampire fucking crushed oh, it. Yeah, so good. Oh my so god. Good. I'm going to keep hyping that for a while. Yeah, that's yeah, great. If you haven't seen it, check the Twitter feeds. Check Facebook. Check the Chalk, chalk Monkey's Lair. Yes. My chalk Monkey's Lair. Chalk Monkey's Chalk Monkey's Lair. Yeah. Chalk the Monkey. Get burned. <laughs> um, boy, uh, I went and looked up Movies with Mikey. Finally found the right thing because I, I just started. What the hell did you see before that? Terrible shit. Apparently, <laughs> a little kid named Mikey. Hey, yeah, I just you started, don't I just started go like, there. okay, maybe this is it. And some guys like, it's like Mike on Force movies? Awakens is great. <laughs> Boy, was this a great movie! I was looking forward to this movie, and it was really great. I'm like, this can't be what Todd suggested. But I no. couldn't know for sure. I had to follow because I, I'm one to go in for an all meta weirdy thing too. Sure. I'm like, oh, maybe this flips here in a minute. <laughs> and then it just kept on being like, I love the Star Wars. I love BB-8. How great was BB-8? <laughs> I'm like, oh, fucking you shit. You know, it'd be awesome if we fucking punked him. Yeah, that that's was what, what we that's said. That's what it was. But. Movies with Mikey. What a rabbit hole. I watched it for hours last night. Ah, so, so good. good. He's, he's so good. He's very good. He, uh, and I loved his turn on Mad Max. 
Oh, yes. Just made me feel so justified. He was just he's exactly <laughs> in my wheelhouse. He's like, this is a, the greatest goddamn thing. All right, settle thing. down, Timberlake. It's the truth. It's the greatest goddamn thing ever. Uh-huh. Is Fury, Timberlake Fury on Fury Road? No. Oh. Justified. Yes, Fury Road. Was, Fury. Never mind. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Heroes, Justified. <laughs> Fury Road. Cream, the best. Yes, I agree with you on yeah, that Yeah, if you haven't seen movies with Mikey, his disseminations on film are amazing. And he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. And I'm and you know, I'm here to say it one more time. I don't care the shit I get. That fucking film is going to be analyzed for decades. <laughs> fucking centuries. It is so important. It's so important that movie. Max, yeah. Fury Road. Yeah, Fury Road absolutely. is incredibly important. Oh, you don't think he's going to talk about Force Awakens even after watching movies with Mikey? Oh no. Well, he he apologized a little bit for it in so much as I mean, he made the point and he's right. It was an impossible film, and yet it exists, and it's not garbage. And that's and that's be, the miracle. That's the miracle. And then there's a few points that he talked about, which do you remember me talking about how I didn't like one of these points, and he kind of flipped it like when Ray gets angry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's stupid. You know, she's angry. But then he's like, yeah, but that's the dark side. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's and an then, interesting idea. Well, what he posited... I'm like, oh, I'll watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> will that happen? That's but the it question. Should, yeah, yeah, here, no. I just hope. No, to, I don't even. I almost don't even want to say it because I don't want Abrams to go. Ah, oh, we can't do that. The nerds know. <laughs> but how great would it be to Isn't have it? evil Ray? Just the you're great the man. Dark. You're the man who says Mace Windu was a Sith. So of course you're totally into this. <laughs> It's not going to happen. Are you serious? It's not going to happen? I'm serious. That's awful, then. I, I, I think that's, that's lazy. Yeah, I think that'd be an amazing arc of the switching why those two places. It, why shouldn't We're not it happen? get that. Why shouldn't it happen? The same thing happened to Ben when he trained with Luke. Well, dude, I'm not saying I'm not saying it isn't a brilliant twist and it'd be great. Right. I'm just You're saying, saying it, well, it's not going it. to happen. Yeah. Oh, God, it'd be so good. And I, I'm not with you on the Mace thing, but I'm totally down for the Jar Jar Seth thing. Oh, Jar Jar, definitely. But Mace was totally supposed to be. I, it's there. The it evidence feels like is right there's a lot of supposed face. to be in that that was never <sighs> never came to fruition. Oh, your boy, your good. Oh, that last fight, yeah. Well, evidence. From, from let's segue from Star Wars to Star Trek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jeff had his thing I had this weekend. The most amazing experience this weekend. I went to Paramount Pictures in Hollywood, the studio, and I got to be a part of the Star Trek Beyond fan event. That's where they revealed a big trailer this weekend. Yes. So, went into this thing not knowing anything that's going to happen. One, one like, sec. Like, literally. How much know. food do you got? I got, I got just a quesadilla. <laughs> no, in two, in a two whole case? tacos and what else? Never mind. And a quesadilla. Well, sorry, Jeff. I apologize. Three tacos ah, and right. a quesadilla. That's dinner. <laughs> Go ahead, so, Jeff, with your life-changing experience. So, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Friday evening, I met a bunch of uh, friends, including Larry Nemechek, who is a former editor of uh, Star Trek Communicator, the fan club magazine. We actually met at Lucy's El Adobe, which is right across from Paramount Pictures. This is a restaurant that lots of power people used to go to when they were having, uh, <coughs> you know, lunch off of the lot. You so, say used to. It doesn't have anymore. Uh, it still does to an extent, but, you know. There's better places to go. Back to. in the 70s, it was very big. I guess Roddenberry ate there all the time um, when Motion Picture and and some of his other projects were going on. Uh, and uh, Alf and the writers for Van Helsing were there this time. <laughs> so it's gone, down, it's gone down a little bit. The clout's not quite as strong. 
So anyway, so we had dinner. We get chatting. Ah, well, and Jeff about was this there. lunch and, special? And, ah. and Jeff was there, too. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Well, that raises the cash. So we had the dinner. We went uh, across and got in line, for, uh, across the street, got in line to go into Paramount Studios. Now, literally at this point, we still don't know anything other than the only announced thing they gave us was that we would be seeing the new trailer for the move, the Star Trek you're Beyond. Get, you're getting in line for a trailer. Yeah, we we know there. <laughs> thank you. We know the event is four hours long. We don't know anything else. So we get in line. We get inside. They give us our badges. I got one they question. Send us Hold down. On. What? Was a parking apple? In the Paramount. There was a parking was garage. There was a parking garage. There's a parking garage on Gower Street. That's part of that Paramount owns and. So I got free parking in L.A. Hey, that's go the, figure. When I worked for Paramount, that's where I had to park the, the Gower Garage. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's awesome. We've we've now both parked in the Gower Garage. They just, just call it the Garage. 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 Like Garage. Gower. Yeah. I'm Garage. <laughs> I'm Gal Ducat. All right. <laughs> so fight. so we go in to the lot. They give us our badges and they send us down uh, this street that is an unknown. It doesn't have a name that we could see. Um, <laughs> there are a bunch of young toughs waiting to get No, no, no. This is. Do you still have your wallet, Jeff? This is, is, were you penetrated? This is the okay? beyond of bed and bath. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this Come area this is alley. actually uh, formerly Desilu Studios, which was bought by Paramount uh, in, the, in the 60s. Desilu, founded by Desi Arnaz, Lucille Ball. Right. They're the ones that originally did Star Trek. So, oh, so this is the that. oldest part of. Or I should say, it's not the oldest, but it's close to the oldest part of Paramount's lot. So we go down this road and, they, and make a right, and we're right in front of stage 31 and 32 on the Paramount lot, which is where they shot the original series, Star Trek, from 66 to 68. So all three seasons were shot in these two sound stages. So... They start filing us in to stage 31, and I'm like, I've already been snapping pictures like mad. I did a couple of live video streams on the, the, the Facebook page. Continue in. We get in. the big room set up. We've all got seats. Uh, many of the people that watched the videos got to see what, it, what the setup was like. And Adam Savage comes out. Adam Savage of Mythbusters. And he's the host of the evening, and he introduces Justin Lin, the director, and J.J. Abrams. So those two come out, and they start talking about uh, the film coming up. And Justin Lin talks, talks about his love of Star Trek, and like, he's loved it since he was a little kid. And J.J. Abrams said, you know, he said, you know, I know I'm famous for saying I didn't like Star Trek. He's like, but I've grown to love it since I worked on the film. I've now since gone back and watched several original series episodes. Trekkies don't believe you. And... Anyway, so he's he's going on about that, and then seven. you really loved it. You'd never have done darkness, you ass fuck. <laughs> that's not love. That's rape. <laughs> that's not love. What you did? Potatoes, potatoes. So those two, um, those two finish their potatoes Q- rape. <laughs> so we finish the Q and A with Justin Lin and J.J. Abrams, and then they they go off stage, and out comes Chris Pine, Zachary Kinto, and Carl Urban. And they're doing we're doing a Q and A with them, and they seem to be having a fantastic time. They're like the most real I've ever seen Star Trek. I was like Carl Urban was just kind of flipping out. He's like he's like there's so many people in here. <laughs> anyway, so so we go through the Q and A, and then they say, all right, so 
the next part of the evening, we're all going outside. Um, you couldn't see it coming in because we had a big curtain across it. There are some stands out there, and we are going to dedicate the road in front of stage 31 and 32. It's going to be dedicated to Letter Nimoy. So they renamed the roadway in front of stage 31. Actually, it goes from stage 29 to 32, and then beyond that into the, okay. the back lot area, Leonard Nimoy Way. So Zachary Kinto, uh, you know, did the dedication ceremony, and Leonard Nimoy's family was there. Um, his son Adam was there. So that was really neat. I got to see that. I didn't get a good picture of Adam Nimoy, unfortunately, because like as soon as people realized, I saw him before they made the announcement. So I was trying to get in and get a picture, but as soon as they said Adam Nimoy. Did they bring it his was, corpse up there and have somebody stand there and no, put their hands God. on his head? And be all, no, no, they cola, cola, bida, giddy, beady, booty, boo, weedy, weedy, wanner. And then Carl was like, "Oh, I got his junk in me. Here, come and touch me in my head." Burr, burr, burr. And he's all, "God, I fooled you all. I gave you the biggest trick." Uh-huh. No, did, the, the did doctors that did alive. the Genesis Project actually come out. This was mm. actually real. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> the so Genesis Project. They did the whole dedication ceremony. You flood the whole compartment. <laughs> <laughs> then they open up we the doors did. to... <laughs> they next open up the doors to stage 32, and, and they filed us all in to show us the trailer. So we're sitting there, and but before we went in... Nemo's trailer? They, they made oh, you went to the trailer? They we had got Nimoy's see- trailer? Yeah. yeah. They, they leave it as it we was? We got to see the new trailer That's for Star Trek yeah, Beyond. Yeah, it's on the road. Yeah, it sits there. Oh, so God. You can see his ears. <laughs> 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 God. Why? Wow. Jesus. Imagine what something they weren't interested in. Oh, I know. This is like Andy shitting on a poignant moment. I don't have moment. to imagine, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so... They told us, Wait, like, so at this point, bottle. we actually have to lock up your phones. So they made us all take our, our phones and they put them in what? these what? these little neoprene bags that lock. Yeah, yeah, phone locks. Yeah, so you got to keep your phone, but it was locked yeah. in this little bag. That they, they, that you they couldn't, cut, you in, cut open later, or is that what? Uh, they, yeah, they tap it on this little thing and it unlocks. So, yeah. so outcome, all of these wow. models yeah, painted as, as green Orion slave girls. And they're they're taking oh, our phones, yeah. putting them in the bags, locking them, and then handing those to us. So at least they did it. Yeah. You know what? Pretty it was fun. You know what? I would get back to them. I had my ringer on fucking max volume. I'm like, oh, I can't get on it. It's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense to me. Well, I'm going to tell you why. All right. Yeah. Okay. Why they locked up our phones? If you actually listen to him, he might tell it's you. It's going to take yeah. about ten minutes because <laughs> yeah. he's going to get ruthlessly interrupted, but he will tell us. Yeah. <laughs> so we go inside. They show us the brand new trailer. We got to see it. You're like still shit. Before they went, it went live on the internet. So we saw the mo- this the new trailer for Star Trek Beyond. And after we watched the trailer, Justin Lin's like, he's like, what you guys think of the new trailer? I had a little bit of input on this one. What do you think? And everybody's clapping. And, and he goes, well, I also have a little treat for you. We have about 10, 15 minutes of the new movie that we're going to show you. Nobody else has seen this. This is why we had to lock your phones up. So Aha. enjoy. So we got to see uh, about a 15-minute clip of the new movie. And it actually looks really good. The new really movie or good. the new series? Uh, Star Trek Beyond. The, the, new, the, the movie, new movie. The movie okay. that's out in July. Okay. So at this point, Adam Savage comes back up and he says, well... There it is, everybody. There's nothing much left to do except party. And then they drop this curtain at the back of the soundstage, and they have props and set pieces from the new movie. And 
it turned into a cocktail party. So there's they're serving cocktails and cocktail beer party, and yeah. uh, hors d'oeuvres. Did you start to twitch and get a and scratchy itch? Like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to make some warm core breaches. <laughs> 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 yeah, really. No, although, been awesome. I will they tell you, pulled though, you and Darren up. They got to get some right. of those derbs out there. God damn it! Oh. That's not I, how you make a warm I will breach. say it's 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 every time I go to an hors d'oeuvre party now, it's so weird to be on the other side of it because I'm used to you know all the parties we did at Star Trek being the ones serving the cocktails and the and the hors d'oeuvres, and then just now trying to flag down the people as they go by. Oh, oh can I get one of those? Yeah. And you're like, this isn't a warp core breach. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me get back there. So. <laughs> To basically to wrap everything up, we had you know the, this party. They had a DJ and everything, and it was it was a great little party. Was we got to Trek, Trek to, music being played. No, it was just it just dance club music. It was it was the cantina music. Bum, 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 bum. That <laughs> would have made my fucking day. Oh yeah, that would be great. Play some Gia's, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> now your little fifty minute thing you did, which was perfectly timed, I'm very well that. done. I'm getting to that. But Andy so, had to jump ahead. I did. Well, it's it's okay. <laughs> So we have the cocktail party, and you know I'm I'm, right. I'm having a good time with people that I have met over the years working at Star Trek, and then since then at the conventions that also got tickets to this thing. So we're having a blast. I mean, it's literally one of the most fun nights of my life. And they announced that they have a uh, uh, gift bags for everybody. Mm. So <gasps> I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, you know what? Put your lightsaber away. They said they yes. have enough for everybody, but I've heard that before. I'm going to go out and grab mine now. So go out and grab the gift bag and this limited edition poster. There's only like, uh, I think, 1,200 copies of this poster, and each one's individually numbered. Hmm. So the poster is for the new uh, the new Star Trek Beyond movie, and it's kind of an homage to the original Star Trek The Motion Picture yeah, poster. Yeah, I've seen that. So it's, it's got the, great. Got the rainbow stuff across it? Yeah, it's got the red, okay. the, the blue, and the... Um, it's Star Trek endorsing the gays. <laughs> Star Trek's for gay marriage. So, you look at that. It got the bag. Forever. Gonna build a wall around it. Got the bag. Uh, they Star were Wars also, is gonna pay for it. They were also making t-shirts. <laughs> not, a for not a wall. Listen, not a wall. It's gonna be the neutral zone. I mean, <laughs> neutral zone. They were also making. Star you guys, Trek come on. Where's 50? your nerd cred? Tholian Web. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to finish that one. That's Carry right. on. So. So they're making. T- I've got my bag. Cue all. <laughs> one up to you, motherfucker. Fuck you. They're making yeah. 50th anniversary T-shirts. So I got my T-shirt. Start digging through the bag. And. And I remembered that they said that uh, everybody that was here was going to be invited to the A Star raffle? Trek Beyond premiere. Oh. World premiere at Comic Con. So in the bag no shit. is a pass for two to Star Trek Beyond's world premiere. It's an outdoor IMAX presentation that they're doing in July at they Comic-Con. They do that Petco Park or something? I don't know so you any more details than you do at this point. So you have a free blowjob from Professor Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly Biggs got one too, even though he didn't make it oh, into I the event. Oh, I bet he did. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't wasting any time. I'd like Biggs, to point out I'll be down at Professor the con, Biggs but not going. Oh, this got- is a ticket for two? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Professor Biggs was supposed to meet me at the thing. Yeah, seven of those passes by now. Because Biggs also had tickets to the event. (laughs) But apparently, uh, there were more people invited than were actually supposed to be allowed into the event. So some people didn't get a bag, didn't get inside. 
So that pissed me and off. Biggs, Biggs happened to be Professor Biggs happened to be one of the people that did not make it into the event. So he's turned oh, away at the door. Shock. So like we're we're inside and Can I'm like looking around. You heard in the distance. In the distance. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. With Steve, it's more like. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would Kronk always say? Great Kalis. Yeah, he'd say, ah, great Kalis. <laughs> just, just humph. Harumph. Well, he got to blow a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you make a lot of friends. But anyway, uh, on the way out, they have this van where they do this thing. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Free candy. It's Free a portable. Candy. Step on into the nut This isn't going to get any better, folks. It's a portable <laughs> studio. <laughs> I can I can already see the wheels turning in Paul's head right now. Is this a Vulcan bang bus? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> oh, you aren't even Vulcan bang bus. <laughs> so you record your quote unquote fifty and fifty. So your your fifth memories of the fifty years of Star Trek, and you have to do it in fifty seconds or less. So uh, Darren and I both recorded our uh, fifty and fifty. Uh, mine I posted on uh, our Facebook page as well as Twitter. So it's out there if you want to look at it. How did you um, time it so well? It was really impressive. They give you a clock that counts down, and they want you to try to get it within the 50 seconds as well as say, and that's my Star Trek 50 and 50. So I just... Just I, a professional. I had it in my head what I wanted to say, so I said it while I was watching the clock. I cut a couple of little things out on but the fly. He but said it, and he didn't sound like he was vamping at all. He sounded like no, he had it, it perfectly it, timed out. It seemed out. like he was part of a documentary. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's one of the things they're going to do for the the 50th anniversary event is they're recording they're going around the country with this van and recording these 50 second segments from all these people and they're going to pick the best ones I guess to do some big presentation, but they're all available online and uh, so if you missed the Vulcan Bang Bus this year, it'll be back in it'll seven be years. Back <laughs> seven years. Oh, Vulcans only watch porn once every seven years too. Hilarious. That's why porn isn't big on Vulcan. Although, wouldn't it be... Somebody's in Ponfart at some point. That's what I was saying. It's not like everybody. Yeah, right? It's not like salmon. (laughs) (laughs) Vulcans aren't like salmon. No, they're getting some Ponfart Poontang. Although, if Vulcans were like salmon... Holy shit. That's, Can you imagine? That's a party. Dude, Spawning festival. <laughs> uh, writers at IDW, Planet Ponfar. The whole fucking planet is in it's like the an throws. It's like an in-tune menstrual cycle. Right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that eventually happen? Everybody syncs up on Vulcan? It did at the experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm afraid it's that time of the decade. <laughs> It was every seven minutes the experience, wasn't it? <laughs> no, the girls at oh. the experience eventually started syncing up. It was kind of spooky. <laughs> spooky! <laughs> that shit just happens, man. I will say this, though. Uh, I got a picture of myself in the, the captain's chair from uh, from the oh, new movie. It's on your Facebook. Your and, Facebook uh, picture. It, it tur- the picture turned out really well, so I made that my new profile picture. And I'm not kidding you. I have never had so many likes... On Aww. a picture, ever. Aww, I mean, you guys, it's at eighty something and counting. Green it's women will just, do that. It just literally blew up. So thanks to Darren for taking that picture. Yeah, the the outfits were a little odd on the green women. Yeah, well, it I mean, like, it's 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 more earthy. Style it was like outfits. the green. It was like the the uh, Orion volleyball team. Right. <laughs> well, they're from that video that Paul loved. 
what it is they're they're like go-go dancer outfits and these uh, honestly you know having known people that do these kind of promotional events a lot of times you show up not knowing exactly what's going to be going on for the event as a, as one of these models remember so all the times i had to wear the go-go outfit they Damn. probably showed up and said okay here's the outfit and oh by the way we're going to paint you green head to toe and oh, put really red lipstick on you we're gonna paint. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they knew that. There, there's too in. many people out there allergic to that shit. They have to give you a heads yeah. up on that one at least. Sure, you know it'll interfere with the vajazzling. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, it was lithium crystal vajazzling. <laughs> the whole thing was literally one of the best, uh, most exciting experiences I've ever been to. Yay! So very yeah, cool. Was, very uh, cool. That's I had a blast. That, it was that's terrific, quite the man. whirlwind trip, though. It was literally drive down, do that, and then drive back the next morning. Yeah. So. And now, what a memory, though. Bullshit aside, great story. Really great story. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Thank you. I'd say what else you'd do, geeky gentlemen, but nothing can <laughs> well, top. Well, yeah, that's why right. I tried the cake to, has that's been why, taken. That's why I wanted to go last. <laughs> there I is no wanna... cake. Yeah, no, that's uh, good. That's I, wa- good. I, wa- I read some we books. we save some stuff um, for Saturday anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you were told to talk about your, your comic thing, right? Uh, that, that's actually part of the news. Oh, okay. So Never mind. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but I do want to bring up that there is one week left in my StokerCon book giveaway, giving away Dan Jolly's Gray Widow's Walk. It is autographed by Dan himself. If you would like this copy of this book by 7th Star Press, uh, all you have to do is email me at comments at uglycouchshow.com and write in the subject headline, uh, Gray Widow's Walk. I will randomly select uh, one of the people. We've got quite a few emails thus far, but not so many that your chances aren't out of the questions. So. Hopefully nothing gets spilled on this one. Uh, no promises, and that makes it more the official It'll make it more collecti- yeah. collectible. Really, Andy spilled and approved. <laughs> I didn't spill anything on it. I've just been licking a page every time I come here. <laughs> so we'll be announcing the winner uh, next Tuesday. We'll s- select it randomly, so get your email in because I'm giving it away. Of, uh, people entering for that? Yeah. So yeah they have, it's, I think this is the most entry we've ever gotten for a contest we've ever done. We haven't done a contest cool. in a long time. But uh, definitely the biggest amount of entries. Uh, if in case you're interested, it is a superhero novel with horror elements. I got my copy of Warlock Holmes. Fanta- I bought mine too. From Amazon. Did you read some of the, the preview read? I haven't gotten into it. I read the stuff that was up on Amazon. It's very funny. I have uh, not read So I'm looking forward to reading it. And uh, so I'll let you know more. But the little bit I have read, very funny. So I'm really looking forward to it. Warlock and, uh, Holmes. Mm-hmm. By G.S. Denning. Terrific. Gabe. I, yep. I'm, and, uh, I'm about a third of the way through The Fireman. It is a 760-page book. No shit. So it's going to take a little bit. All right. But that's well, my next I'm book on the docket. Like, I'm hoping to get a good chunk of this one started. I just got this today. Uh, and then uh, I wanted to say also that everybody oh should, if you have a Nintendo, you DS, a Nintendo DS, you need to be buying pocket card jockey yesterday pocket card jockey it's amazing tell me about pocket card jockey. game freak the guys behind um pokemon it's uh solitaire mixed with horse racing um, oh you've okay. had me at nothing so far what else it's great there? that's it it's real simple, super addicting. It's two, it's two horrible tastes that taste horrible together. Dude, I mean, I'm not a big solitaire guy at all, but it's so Something fun. tells me there's a version of this on the iPad. Maybe I'll look for it. Maybe. It might be. I mean, it's no problem. This is my speculation. It's but. cute, though. It's cute, fun. Pocket card jockey. Pocket card jockey. 
fucking addictive. All right. Well, you know, solitaire. Addictive. Here's the thing. I never played solitaire before this game. Really? What? No. Oh, all was through, card all playing through the something that allowed in your house? Never. Because I thought, I didn't, underst- I didn't understand what it was. I thought it was more complex. And then I've been playing. I'm like, this is the dumbest game. <laughs> yeah. It's so simplistic. <laughs> I really thought there was something to it. But now I'm like, oh. Too complex for Kentucky? Boy, solitaire is just <laughs> dumb. But, but it's fun in the context because there's time limits and... You have to get good combos and all that kind of stuff and play it as smartly as you can so that then your horse can run faster as the race goes on. So that's it. You're, you're, it's you're, it's crazy. Your skill in playing solitaire makes it's your fucking horse crazy. run fast. You're a dead jockey who's come back to life to race horses. All right, now you have me. It's weird, man. It's an awesome, weird game. <laughs> you should have led with zombie jockey. Yeah. I wish there were zombie jockeys, but it's so weird. You can name your horse, so... You're a ghost jockey? Kind of. Mm. It's ghost cr- jockey just, and you can name your horse. I'm in. Here's the thing. The demo is free. Get the demo. Okay. At least get the demo. Pocket card jockey. I haven't been that sucked into a game in a long time. <laughs> it's a perfect, quick hit, in and out, if you want. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, that is, would be a quick pickup you know, drop game. You invest a fucking ton of time. Which, uh, for a man on the go like myself. Yeah, the, my life lately has been <laughs> a lot more touchpad games versus sit-down console. Although, this week I finally did dive into the newly revamped survival mode for Fallout 4, which makes the game absolutely harrowing. Oh, is, is oh. this the um, um, uh, Far Harbor? Uh, no, that's that's a download add-on. It's a huge add-on as a whole new section Bahaba? of the game. Dun- Dun- <laughs> I did get that too. Duncan's loving that. I did get that as well. Bahaba? But survival, oh. uh, it takes Bahaba? into effect. You have to eat. You have to drink. You have to rest. The only way it saves your game is by sleeping. There's no other way of doing it. You can lose long chunks of time if you don't rest. If you can, you will die quickly. <gasps> you can get infections. You can only fight those by seeing a doctor or having antibiotics. It basically makes the wasteland game actually trying to survive a wasteland. You have to go out and find loot and food as well as the rest of your adventures or you will die. So this is different from Weekend in Tijuana and then you can turn it off. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. But uh, I have died quite a few times already, but it's a much more intense experience. I don't know how long I'll be able to stick with it before I start throwing things. But it is really fun. It's a whole new way of... Well, it feels, for once... You'd love it, Paul, because it feels like you're actually trying to survive an apocalypse. Yeah, right. As you're describing it, I'm like, oh, this is my nightmare game. (laughs) Are there cheeseburgers? (laughs) If he finds the cheeseburger and porn cash, he's Uh, okay. No, but they are Meyer Lurk sandwiches. Uh, What? Meyer Lurk sandwiches. What the hell is a Meyer Lurk sandwich? Well, it's a radiated soft-shell crab that grew to gigantic proportions and now eats people. Ah, and it lurks in the mire? Yeah. Yeah, they kind of pop up unexpectedly. You'd be walking along, and one of them pops up, and like, oh, did I say shelf shell? Very hard shell. I'm sorry. Yeah, hard mm. shell. Crabs got legs. Do you have to boil them? Uh, you, if you want to eat them safely, yes. Do they let you boil them? Uh, yes. Show you putting them in a pot, and they're like, but it doesn't just show that. But you can cook your Mirelurk. In fact, <laughs> you'd better. <laughs> that horrible little lobster scream. <laughs> The gas escaping. That's, yeah, it's not a scream. That's yeah. Call it what you want. <laughs> uh, gas escaping is <laughs> steam. It's steam is gas escaping is ah. Steam is ah. no. That's what a lobster fart sounds like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he who 
it, dealt it. Did anybody else see Preacher? No, this week? not yet. Not yet. So I'm the only one. I guess so. so all right. Did you like it? Um, Preacher, one of my favorite comic books of all time. One, I, that, of, the, I, one I, of the best. Yes. I would In say, fact, I would put it at number one. It it's close there t- for me too. That was the book that Ralph got me started on. That just reinvigorated me as it made me an adult comic book yes fan. it showed me what comics could be yep. versus what i thought they were yep me too um so preacher one came out and we'll probably have a bigger discussion as more of us have seen it but my initial impressions so far the characters they have nailed the characters mm-hmm. the story so far disjointed and confusing and don't as, as was a comic as i recall when it started there is no way there, and to people are like, why don't you film the comic? You can't film that comic. No, it's the way it's, that's, <laughs> the way that story is told. Even even if it weren't for the stuff they could get away with, the yeah. way that story is told that's is little, is very disjointed, very hard, but can only be shown in that way because what I realized that Ennis and particularly Steve Dillon, the artist of that comic, does is they capture that great moment of the surprise of a character's face they capture the emotion of they they're great at creating that one still shot that tells the story of what comics are but to fill the in-between with action there is not a lot of story there that you go that is into a traditional Mm -hmm. sense so Going forward, they're going to have to flesh this out, and that's what they're doing. Well, I talked to my 82-year-old father today, and he saw it. And ah. he has not read any of the comics, and he says, man, the show was great. It's, I don't know what the hell's going on with this, but it's, it's way out there. Wow. But, man, they, it's great. They have the tone right. Yeah, it is, there, is that, viol- there is crazy violence in there. Yeah, a friend of mine said he likened it to what Marvel did with the Ultimates. Boiled the characters down to their essence, and then sl- somewhat new... Yeah, like the story is similar, but yeah, it it has that. It's a reimagining almost. Dark, yeah, it is, and it has that dark sense of humor that is a Garth and a staple. Right. So they have that. I just hope it doesn't lose too many people. But saying that you're father, my father, it, yeah, that's that's a big plus. Now uh, it's it's coming off the heels of Walking Dead, right? Yes, yeah. AMC. Walking Dead. Um, how could you get a better time slot? I mean, right. it's going to be... I mean, just the opening showing the uh, the being going through space. It shows that? Yes. That's the beginning? That's the beginning. And, but it's shot in a old school, we're talking like 1950s style mm. effects looking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's The style choices are great. Cassidy especially. I was worried about that with the previews about Cassidy because I wasn't digging what I was seeing. Uh-huh. I, I that ended quickly. Cassidy is him. amazing. Have, has anybody been watching Lucifer? No, I, I have haven't. That in my queue. I have that in my queue. I, I haven't watched it because I keep that guy behind me so I can't possibly <laughs> see him. That show is so different than the comics that mm-hmm. it's really not based on the comics when it comes down to it yeah and so that's kind of me being kind of standoffish it mm-hmm. could be it's it could be great in its own right but the fact that they're trying to say it's based on the vertigo comic i fuck off it's not yeah it's it's a procedure it's a yeah. police procedure with satan yeah which is not what the show yeah. the comic is at all yeah so I, I have you watched it i watched the pilot down in san diego last year and i enjoyed it okay so but, the, but it, it is. I, I agree with you. It's not the comic. But people seem to be enjoying it. Yeah. So it, well, that, maybe that, it stands on its own laurels. Just I wish that, it would. That actor has itself. has buttloads of charisma. So. Well, you definitely you need it. cast. That's what yeah. you need for that yeah. role, right? Yeah. Jesus. 
All right, so we'll probably talk about Preacher more as we've seen it, but uh, I just wanted to throw my thoughts of that out there. Anything else you did, gentlemen? Um, I saw a movie called The Good, the Bad, and the Weird that was a kimchi western. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I, 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 I highly recommend it. That's pretty much all you need. It's, the it Good, lo- the Bad, and the Weird. Yeah, it, it, it looks like a spaghetti western, except that it's... Uh, for the first like 20 minutes of it, I was trying to figure out the time period... Because it looks like a Western, and there is like a big fight on a train, but the guns are wrong. It's a Japanese-occupied Manchuria. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, and so it takes like right before World War II. Yeah. But yeah, when, it was a motor- when the motorcycle popped up, I was like, oh, okay. So this gives you a little better idea of the time period. But it's fun. It's it's. Was it's, that on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. It's well well worth the two hours of, yeah. And, and, it's, and it is beautifully shot. The stunts are amazing. Yeah. And it's way the fuck out there. It's like, whoa, where the hell is this going now? And it feels just like a spaghetti western, except it's a kimchi western. Mm-hmm. Anything else, gentlemen? I would say that's all right. right we're let's good. Head, let's hit an email. All right. Yes. Uh, emails from uh, Craig from PA. You are not the Paul Show. <laughs> you are the masters of all podcasts. Wow. Wow. Mm. High goddamn praise. All right. Yeah. Now that I've kissed your ass, well, thank you. <laughs> I was wondering what that wet feeling was. It starts with the good stuff. Let's talk podcatchers. I use Instacast to listen to you guys. So easy to subscribe and manage your podcasts. You can download, stream, even bookmark, and go back and listen later. And it does not drain my battery. I think this is a reference to my MP3 Zune player issue. Sounds like it. I listen to shows all day. Try out and don't buy a cheap-ass phone. One question. I heard you guys singing at the end of the last episode. Uh, that would have been our tribute to Three Amigos. Yes. Moon oh, yeah. Shadows. Blue uh, Shadows, I guess it's called. Blue Shadows. On the tree. Which is actually a, um, it Moon Shadows, it's a Roy Rogers song. Yeah. Is sense. it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know it existed before that. Moon no. Trigger warning. Moon Shadows <laughs> is. Blue Shadows was originally written for... Thank no, they're good. two different songs. <laughs> no, no, Blue Shadows. That was deep. It's a, it's, yeah, Thanks. I'll show you. I'll show you the video I like later. That. Uh, is it the video you posted online? Yeah. Two different songs. Oh, I don't think so. But okay, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> we'll, we'll argue about this off, off camera. I kind of like it on camera. Um, I heard you guys camera. singing what? at the end of the last episode. <laughs> to be honest, I usually stop listening once you start giving out your contact info. Do you always sing at the end? It was funny. Oh, wow. Loyal listener Craig from PA. Well, that's well he's missed a lot. <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> you haven't missed. I mean, you've missed things. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you tune out when you start hearing comments at UglyCouchShow.com at the ends and you've been listening to Geek Shock, things continue on for a little bit. Yeah. I, sometimes. I, so, usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but we don't always sing. In fact, no, we usually don't. Very rarely. That was just, that was just a special moment. The best musical outro... Uh, the cast has ever had I wasn't actually here for and that was Luddite's final episode oh that was oh, gorgeous you guys nice. did a fantastic thing there that that was beautiful uh, but nothing ever beats I like eating coffee I like eating oh, coffee yeah. woot, woot. I like eating coffee I like eating coffee woot, woot. I, think, I think that is what made Tom Head um, a fan <laughs> yeah. all right great whatever it takes Eight, oh 80s has schooled me. God, I'm wrong. that fucking song. I yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I fact-checked fact-checked. Yeah. 80s, has, 80s is right. I'm wow. wrong. It was original song written Josh by Randy Shocker. Newman for... Wow. 
Actually, you you were you were stating when we were talking about Three Amigos, Randy Newman not only wrote uh, a good portion of the screenplay for the movie as well as all the music for yeah, that's, Three that's Randy Newman's co-written screenplay, yeah. the only one. But thank you, Craig, for writing in. Uh, this uh, I've got got probably time for one more before we get some news in. This one is from the Ice Cream Headache. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, that's well, a stretch. Yeah. First things first, I am a trickle-down listener from PSS, that's Penn Sunday School, ICS, Ice Cream Social, and now UCS, Ugly Couch Show. I just followed the funny. Save the best for last. Save the best for last. Follow the Paul Show. We love trickle-down shock monkeys. Secondly, <laughs> I have never purchased a comic before. And the only one I ever got was when I was around seven-ish, and it was a graphic novel that included Superman, Batman, maybe Green Lantern, and Flash. If those aren't all DC, please forgive my ignorance. I've been listening to you guys since I was stationed in Morocco in 2014, and you have finally mentioned a comic which piqued my interest. Crossed. Oh, boy. <laughs> listening to an episode or two <laughs> or three ago, I heard Paul mention Crossed. I asked around my local comic shop, and the best they could do is a trade, volume 11, and later. Notes. Garve. Right? Oh, volume 11. And Blibble, they, snap. Get on the and they, and they aren't that good when you get away no, from Garve. Right? The first two or three is all you need. You're done. Yeah. I mean, what else? There's not a whole lot else to it. But, but note, I live in New Zealand, uh, and sometimes oh. esoteric merchandise can be hard to come by. Sure. So after reading reviews and glancing through a late one to get the basic idea and theme as best I could without getting into spoilers... I ordered the trade of Volume 1 off Amazon. It isn't here there yet. You go. There you go. But I anxiously await its arrival. Keep up the great work, and please film these again. I would love to see how everyone reacts when Ludmilla comes around and Torgo mentions Robert Downey Jr. Portage <laughs> the pussy crack, the ice cream headache. Portage <laughs> 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 that shit. <laughs> Get across. <laughs> Thank you, Ice Cream Headache, for ready. I, I hope that it is everything you... We said it was, mm-hmm. and I know it is, because yeah. it's goddamn crossed. Garth Ennis, when he starts writing horror-based stuff, because I consider the boys somewhat horror, even though it's mm-hmm. a take on superheroes. Yep. Preacher and Crossed. The only other thing that he just blows my mind on is Battlefield stuff, and that's what he loves to write. But, oh, yeah. Now, I, I know you're behind on the uh, Ice Cream Social stuff, mm-hmm. but this week... The uh, instead of a um, instead of a jock versus nerd, they did uh, I can't remember what it was, but it, they, the, basically the uh, questions for Matt were questions about this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's neat. Oh, he is fucked. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that is very funny. I can see the answer. I don't know. Was that was that one of the ones I was on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was silly. It was very silly. Well, thank to be you for- fair, though, I don't remember what we talked about five minutes after we're done recording anyway. So. <laughs> I, I, I had to rack my What did we sing? Jesus. What? Yeah. I have to edit the show afterwards, and I'm racking myself what we talked about. <laughs> oh, we said which, that? I made well. notes, and it's not always... And oh. it's funny, it's like it gave me all new sympathy for, for the actors that go to the different conventions. Oh, yeah. And like, do you remember in episode 12 when you were in blah, 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 blah? And they're like, I, I, that was like 10 years ago. I'm sorry. I don't remember. I loved that when uh, when um, Patrick Stewart was talking at the convention, and people were asking questions like, "Then goes Kelsey Grammer was on the show." Yeah, <laughs> that one was pretty funny. 
I mean, I've known Kelsey forever, but he was on the show. <laughs> Somebody started shouting the episode at him. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't in it together, were they? No, they, they their scenes were filmed separately. And what go. was he? What was Kelsey Grammer? Uh, well, he was a captain admiral. of a, a ship that had gone through a time rift. captain? I thought he was an admiral. It was, the episode was cause and effect. Basically, the Enterprise kept blowing up because this oh, yeah, yeah, ship yeah, yeah. came through yeah. the, the time portal and it hit the Enterprise and it blows up. It and, but it keeps going through this temporal causality loop. But mm. uh, So they never filmed scenes together because... The scene where he's talking to the captain, of the sh- where Picard is talking to the captain of the other ship that Kelsey Grammer was playing, they were filmed completely separately. So they, you know, somebody is off stage reading Picard those lines and or Patrick Stewart those lines, and then he reacts to it. So they never saw each other when they were filming the episode. Wasn't it Shooter McGavin, the captain? The guy, uh, uh, he was the first officer. Oh, yeah. but he took falls over. In love with yeah, he took uh, over yeah. after uh, Yar and yeah, he was. Trying to get with the R. And that's how they say Shooter McGavin, not his actual. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys, the smart. I'm first officer, Shooter McGavin. He answers to Shooter I McGavin. Eat shit, I eat pieces of shit like you, Picard, for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> he, uh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. So this, this sparks back to the Ghostbusters. The, the doctor from uh, Love Boat shows up in it as a character. Oh, and okay. uh, Ted Knight has shown up in it so far. So I'm, I'm oh, waiting wow. to see who else shows up in the... Uh, you found these on YouTube, right? All 15 episodes are on YouTube. Wow. Yes, I, I remember that was on, in videotape in the horror section of my mom wow. and pop video shop. Oh, wow. there's ghosts in the title. It, ghost. well, apparently. We're going to put it in the documentary. Has anybody seen anything scary lately? There's nothing scary anymore. I no. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear the Vitch is really. I good. bought it. I you tell, bought the Vitch. I, I was just telling uh, Matt. <laughs> I ordered it. It came yesterday, and I'm like, "Oh, look, Anne!" And she's like, "Oh, I heard good things." I'm like, "Yeah, me too." She's like, "Yeah, it's supposed to have like a strong feminist slant." And <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it's supposed to be," you know, because she doesn't usually like horror movies. I'm like, "I'm like, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be really good. I'm really looking forward to it." And uh, and 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 I'm like, "So you'd like to watch this with me?" Because we don't watch movies together that often and she's like yeah i really would and i'm like okay well i'll I'll watch it with you she's like all right well you know i'm leaving thursday and i won't be back for a week i'm like (laughs) 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 and fell into a trap he would fall asleep during it anyway no i don't fall asleep it depends no stargate uh would like to have a word with you no (laughs) didn't the uh the babadook come out last year yeah didn't you guys talk about that being scary it's not scary it was intriguing it's it's creepy it's got some creep. Yeah, that really all I can really hope for anymore is a creep factor. Yeah, I, mean, I thought you it follows so was movies, a little creepy. You, you get jaded. It What's follows that? was a little scary. Sure, that that probably is the first one that gave me the creep factor. Yeah, yeah. depends on your level time. of. I mean, I think Kay goes to movies <laughs> with me just so you can watch me jump. Oh, so was uh, so was uh, Late Shift. I got to finish that one, but that was that was giving me the way. I actually got that? to see It Follows recently. Yeah. I, I love the premise. It's a supernatural STD. Yeah. <laughs> Follows you around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Late shift until you give it to one. somebody else. You have oh last shift. I think I'm sorry. Last shift. It's, uh, it's on Netflix. Shift, uh, about, uh, yeah, it's not late yeah. shift. It's last shift. <laughs> it's it's on Netflix. Uh, they're closing down a police precinct building, and this new rookie is there for the final night, and like everything's been cleared out, and it's pretty much empty, and it's just. I didn't finish it. I got I got started getting the Wiggins. 
It's creepy. Nice. That's, so, that's, well, I mean, I don't know. It pro- it's probably going to be scarier now that I just think because it's every possibility. But watch it. You'll like it. A it's rookie cops. It's on Netflix. The last I remember really liking the innkeeper. Turns into a living nightmare. I, th- I liked Innkeepers till the ending. Yeah. And then I was like, "Fuck this movie." Yeah, you're right. the The ending does it fall apart. Out. But I like everything leading up. Yeah. To it. I gave it a one star because because <laughs> of the ending. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'll at least give it its props for the first three quarters. Meh. It was okay. It was okay. This, yeah. I want to go to a movie where you just stand like, that's it. I'm done. All right. Uh, you, <laughs> have to, you have to be with me at the... Uh, that's just a matter of statistics. <laughs> yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. To, yeah just go to, along. It's bound to happen at some point uh, in our life. You have to be with me at a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <laughs> I, I, I do have to give him props, though. When we went and saw uh, Terminator um, Salvation. Genesis of Salvation. He was done with the movie halfway through, but was somehow intrigued by the film being so terrible, he stuck it out. He has watched those stupid Transformer movies. No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything past two. Yeah, yeah Andy. Don't get any better. Jeff, I know. Jeff, <laughs> yeah. you've seen more Transformers movies than uh, I know. Jeff can't I, help himself to, for some reason. It. I hate Man. to admit it. Those movies are... I mean, I, can't even, I couldn't even watch that Turtles movie. It's on all the things. And I watched five minutes, and I was like, oh, no! <laughs> oh, the preview? No, the, 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 the first, first one. one? Yeah. The, it's the, pretty the bad. One, the second one, I don't care, because I'm getting some fun toys. I got a crank. <clears throat> You're going to get Seamus? You know? I already got my Bebop and Rocksteady. I got, I got my pig Seamus, baby. Oh, no, he's, a, he's, the, he's the, what do you call it? Seamus is the, uh, the rhino. Yeah, Pig Seamus is my pink Floyd cover band. Body. <laughs> I like Silence, Crank! <laughs> Eat my dick hole. <laughs> I have to go be on the set of Prince of Bel Air. Hello, Green Valley. <laughs> what? Cricket, 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 cricket. Crickets. Library. Hello? Crickets. He's Crickets. worried I'm going to say suck I'm my dick hole dick. more than oh. four or five times. <laughs> Maybe twice it'll come out. <laughs> I've already worn the library. I told him we'd do our best to be clean, and we will. We'll be great as far as that goes. We'll be Donald Trump great. <laughs> We're gonna make I the library the great again. Over there going, you can't contain me, XD extra dick. <laughs> but yes, hello everybody that decided to check out our podcast after seeing us for the first time there at the library. This is what our show is really mama, like, Mama. <laughs> mama, can I listen to the to the to the Geek Shock? That Babies don't the library, that Mama. Babies don't listen. I do like what those babies after they're done. Oh, Mama, our, what's bejazzling? Our listeners <laughs> now are looking for X, or, or when they see XD out in the wild, no matter what <laughs> what it relates to, they can't help but post pictures and, and saying good. the X stands for extra. Dot 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 dot. Listen, if they didn't already get the hints that this episode's already called Vulcan Bang Bus, <laughs> <laughs> then it's all on them. It's true. Uh, let's let's get some news in. We got a little time for news. <gasps> Dude, you don't give a shit about. Here, uh, uh, this is this is what it's gonna sound like when I go to uh, no. the library. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh, the chandelier guy. <laughs> you heard the remixes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Every time I'm in the street, I hear. 
<laughs> I'm usually against you playing it's, things on the show, but yeah, I'm glad you did. I put that up on uh, on the ice cream social uh, Facebook page. Um, it's it's the it's the Tourette's guy. He, the video is known as Tourette's guy. Okay, and he's have you seen this video? Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, seen it. He's running into a room with a hot boiling pot of something, and it's burning his hands. And he's just like fuck, 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 fuck. And he sets the thing down. As he sets it down, he pulls back real hard and hits his head in a chandelier, and shit <laughs> just smashes. Fuck! <laughs> it's so fucking funny. God, it's so funny. Why? Why is that chandelier so low? It's, I, that's so dude, wrong. Have you? That's life. That's man. apartment living, man. Yeah. I've had to put my. Why, why do you put a up? chandelier in it? Here's the thing. Yeah, Hobbiton. he did that in one of his. Uh, he had his like, <laughs> lots of stuff hits people in the head if you're above two foot two. <laughs> that's why my. I know you spent all your time in the Shire, where no bridge is allowed to be built any lower than seven feet. But. <laughs> why my people have not killed themselves bouncing their heads against doors. <laughs> right. Well, you're so lucky to have been spared. The it's arrows true. go right over our heads because we're down if there digging were, for the potatoes. If you were tall and gangly as well as clumsy, <laughs> oh, you would have oh, been yeah. twisted oh. in a train track or something. Evolution <laughs> would have solved that problem a while ago. Yeah, you wouldn't be here right now. I'm yeah. Darwin Award. Low no and round so I can roll. Low and round, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, fucking funny. Oh, I also... Went to this little comic book store out by my place, uh, Spacey Comics or some shit. What? Not familiar. I don't know. Shit, that's one I missed for Free Comic Day. It's like a co- it's it wasn't it's not Cosmic Comics, but it's like maybe Avatar. It, no, games? no, it's up in the it's up by my neck of the woods up in, near Summerlin, up in the hills. But they had Go all the way up. Oh oh oh! It's the one known. Okay, I know what it is. Keep going. I'll, yeah. I'll remember the name. But they had. Um, Galaxy Comics. Celestial. That's it. Celestial, Celestial Comics. Comics. Celestial Comics. They had a replica He-Man sword, full size. Oh. And I had to buy it. It's, Did you? Yeah. How much was that? Uh, oh, it was only thirty bucks. It was. Oh. It's a. It's a foamy one. Okay. It's real soft, and the paint job lacks a few things to be desired. It's not perfect, but. What, what do you expect for a thirty dollars sword? It's really cartoon accurate yeah. looks really good so well the dogs hate you now you your they heart would. must have melted i loved it that. i was like oh as soon as i walked in i was like oh shit <laughs> i have to buy that hope it's not too expensive i'd actually been looking for it for a while i'm like yeah okay i'm kind of so I'm gonna home, come home and say where's pirate oh he's holding my sword <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's in pirate <laughs> nobody remembers that skit but well, a few people do <laughs> the old broadsword sketch <laughs> started off as a lightsaber did it yeah I did not know that. Now you that know. would have actually been... And knowing is half the battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think the lightsaber would have been just as cool. Yep. No, you don't give a shit about mm-hmm. the touchpad game Fruit Ninja will be developed into a live-action family comedy that centers on ninjas with vendettas against fruit. Mm-hmm. J.P. Lavin is this and... some kind of anti-gay... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sponsored by the Anita Bryant Foundation. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> Uh, Fuck you, fruit. Jay Ninja, your ass. (laughs) J.P. Lavin and Chad Damiani are writing the script. Damiani. Damiani. I'm actually pretty sure I got that one. Damiani. 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 Oh, that's good. They should have you write it. They recently adapted the script for a film called How to Survive a Garden Gnome Attack. (laughs) 
which is based on a book by Chuck... I'm not even going to try that one. The Fruit Ninja game was developed by Halfbrick Studios and has over 1 billion downloads Crazy. thus far. So hmm. you got to make a fucking movie about oh. it because you will at least make a bajillion dollars. If everyone gives a buck. Yeah. I would tell you, though, we had and eventually a, everybody will. No bucks given. One of my, <laughs> don't most, give a buck. One of my favorite uh, superpowers somebody came up with a game of champions, which was uh, basically D and D for superpowers right, back right, in there. Yeah, champions yeah. role playing game. This is when the whole elemental thing was was big when yeah, when Swamp Thing was start. elemental, and uh, a lot of people have. He created a character called Fruit Master who summoned fruit from the elemental plane of fruit. And just threw it at people. Because that's what you do when you play a superhero role-playing game. <laughs> it was a dumb game. It sounds it very like, dumb it game. It sounds like a choice I would make for my character. Yeah. <laughs> Togo, why are you throwing fruit? Because it's what I do. That's right. It's, it's my nature. <laughs> Weekend geek! Come quad, come wow. quad, come <laughs> You're dead. Well, these first two are right on the edge. That's how oh these boy. go. We, we ease you in from news you don't give a shit about. Oh, yeah. Living on the edge. Uh, Universal the edge. now wants a Robert Ludlum cinematic universe. Oh. <laughs> that will kick off with the Jansen directive starring oh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh. The studio already has a more and more disappointing has a Universal monster cinematic universe in the works. We've talked about that a few times. Uh, ah, real monsters. James Vanderbilt, uh, who wrote the Amazing Spider-Man, oh boy, has been tapped to write the screenplay for the Jansen Directive Whoa, from a story co-authored no. with Oscar winner Akiva Goldsman. Oh no! <laughs> and is also one of the team that will spearhead a series of movies based on Ludlum's novels. Oh no! Now Robert Ludlum is known the world over for his Jason Bourne oh, series no. of novels. And his spy thrillers have sold over 300 million copies worldwide. On top of writing the Jansen Directive, Vanderbilt will also co-author two more stories-slash-treatments based on Ludlum's books, which have yet to be revealed. Oh, how exciting. Those treatments will then be adapted into screenplays by other screenwriters. The Jansen Directive centers on Paul Jansen, an ex-Navy SEAL and former government operative who has become the best private security consultant in the world when he is framed for the murder of a Nobel laureate and several U.S. Off- officials are assassinated, Jansen must join forces with the protege who is sent to kill him in order to solve the mystery of decades-old conspiracy and survive. Oh, uh, God, that sounds so painfully stupid. It, it, it sounds rote at this oh, point. It's, it's, so I've, dumb. it's like every Everything. of those Bourne-style novels ever. Who fucking cares? And those Ludwig ones are all... I mean, he's been writing for 30 or 40 years. Yes, that is a so, I mean, novelist that, going way back. That is a whole different spy world back then. This, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chuck Sambuccino. <laughs> I'm sorry? Gesundheit. That's your, your garden gnome attack. Chuck Sambuccino. Oh. Thank you. Chuck Tumbochino. <laughs> yeah, I was, that was killing me. That I actually was, do like that line in Kingsman where they're talking about how technology caught up with the spy trade, so... Brings that up when they're looking at the gadgets. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson has just wrapped Baywatch. (laughs) God. And will soon begin shooting Jumanji and Fast 8. He's also got Rampage, San Andreas 2, and a few more movie projects in the works, including his Shazam comic book movie 
and a mystery Shane Black project that may be Doc Savage. All right. Doc Savage is the only one on that list I'm even vaguely excited about. In the Marvel U? No. No. Just, it's just a old Pulp Hero. Yeah. Oh, not not the Hulk. Doc verse. Savage, the Pulp Hero. No, Why am I not telling Doc this? Samson. is you. Doc Samson. Samson. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Doc Savage actually is one of considered one of the progenitors of Superman. He had a Fortress of Solitude. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, Man of Bronze. Um, Tom Strong is Moore's is, take is on Doc Savage. very, yeah. very, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, yeah, Doc I'm Samson. up to speed now. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to it. Carry on. Go ahead. Uh, that's it for that uh, piece where enjoy the Robert Ludlum cinematic universe. <laughs> Universal. Uh, John Carpenter, though, is returning to the Halloween franchise... Carpenter's 1978 slasher film helped launch an entire genre, still one of the highest grossing independent horror films ever made, ranking in a total of $47 million off a 332000 budget and spurring nine sequels, remakes, and odd reimaginings. Uh, plans are for Carpenter to partner with Miramax, Jason Bloom's Bloomhouse Productions, and franchise producer Malek Akkad to serve as executive producer and creative consultant on a new Halloween movie. Quoting Carpenter, Halloween needs to return to its traditions. I feel like the movies have gotten away from that. You think? Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> Michael is not just a human being. He's a force of nature, like the wind. That's what makes him so He's scary. He's like the wind. It's <laughs> through your trees. He's coming to kill you on your knees he's got a big knife he's sticking through the closet door at you his face is William Shatner's you won't know what to do I feel his breath on my neck Mike Myers close to me I can't look in his eyes he's guarding me Just a fool to believe I was anything but a victim. He's like the wind. It's beautiful. He's like the wind. He's like the fucking garbage. (laughs) Yeah, when I think about the wind, I think, boy, it's really Mike Myers out here today. (laughs) Well, the wind can be pretty brutal sometimes, especially here in the valley. I had a camping trip camp uh, canceled Friday because there were 70 mile an hour winds on Mount Charleston. Yeah, right? so take That's that, a, Paul. There's your Mike, there's your Mike your, uh, Myers. Shut your ignorant face. Yeah. <laughs> shut your ignorant face. I forgot how violent nature can be. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And as long as you brought that up, um, uh, Bonzo is now the editor of Smash Magazine. Yes, he is. Yeah. Congratulations, Bonzo. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? I, that's I'm always sitting here in this chair. Oh, what? Go that for means it. you're going to be editor of a magazine someday. <laughs> Warhammer. Yeah. Okay. There you Canuck go. News. What is uh, Smash Magazine? It's a, a music, music magazine. magazine. Great. <laughs> With some Good wrestling stuff. Oh, there you go. Perfect. That's a perfect fit. Wrestling. So find it in the Vegas outlet near you. Is it only in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not so great. No, that's great. Jesus. <laughs> that's great, dude. Matt no. is just like, no, this this must be trash. Yeah, right. He's got a- <laughs> Paul is like taking He's- the high road, and Matt's there in the sewer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt's just I'm going to tell you right now, splash. I took the high road when I yelled at him. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's just trying to secure his space his- in that seat. Yeah, that's right. That's take right. the high road, and I'll take the Canuck road. By any means necessary, right, Matt? <laughs> yes. 
by any means. But yeah, going back to uh, that's always been my argument with Michael Myers and the defanging yeah. thereof is that that force of nature thing. But yeah, he could have used a better force than the wind. But this resurrection is said <laughs> the wind. Who the fuck? The wind break like the wind. This resurrection is said to be matched with a moderate budget. Could be possibly scored by Carpenter himself, who has and recently been on tour promoting his two Lost Themes fantasy soundtrack albums with his son, musical colleague Cody Carpenter. And she hasn't really been doing much, so I'm guessing a cameo by uh, fucking, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis, probably. Wow. Yes, she's eating yogurt. No, wow. it's... <laughs> My digestive system. Oh my god, Michael Myers! It depends if they keep the canon no, the as they've kept it. If it's a reboot, which I doesn't seem like it is, um, and they're going back with the old storyline, she's already dead. So, no. So, yeah, Matt. Did the ghost she die of in H two O? Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, no, she died in Halloween Resurrection, I believe. Okay. The so, ghost of pooping. Jamie does Lee Carpenter's Curtis. score sound anything like his Big Trouble in Little China? Only, only if we're lucky. <laughs> In Little China, we got big trouble. In Little, Little China. China. <laughs> I remember that extra on the DVD. I could not music stop video? laughing. The music video it's is total 80s cheese music video. It truly is. And Carpenter's just playing it straight in the video like he's all serious. It's hilarious. It's out there, folks. You can find it. Look up John Comper- Carpenter, Big Trouble in Little China music video. I- I'm sure it's on YouTube, but it is out there. <laughs> it is hilarious. Chances are you probably heard it at the beginning of this episode, now that I'm thinking about it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the next Thor film set to open just over a year from now, oh. Marvel has announced some major additions to the cast what? list for Ragnarok. What? The studio has confirmed that Jeff Goldblum will play the eccentric Grandmaster and Elder of the Universe. Mm. You familiar with that character, uh, Kirsten, the Grandmaster? He's one of the Elders of the Universe. He's like time and space? No, he he actually grabs people from different realities and what have you and then throws them into pitched battles. Did he do Secret Wars? No, no, that's Beyonder. Okay. Beyonder uh, out-Grandmastered Grandmaster. Holy shit! Please, right? please, please, Odin says, that's my David. That's my David. You don't be dead if it wasn't my David. Please. Yep, but sadly, no Natalie Portman in the new movie. Uh, Oscar what? winner Kate Blanchett will play the mysterious and powerful new villain Hela, a.k.a. the Asgardian goddess of death. That should be fun. Carl Urban will, oh. play, will play Scourge, a.k.a. the Executioner, an evil Asgardian warrior. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. And Tessa Thompson from the movie Creed will play the classic hero Valkyrie, who is sometimes love interest for Thor. Might be there's where your portman went away. Nice. Well, the excuse they gave was that it was all taking place in the universe and not on Earth, so there was really no reason for... Are you saying you're not married once you're out of the, off the Earth? That's a yeah, Marriage yeah, is a... Yeah, yeah. I think they were just saying is, that's is the that reason. She's on Earth and the story plays different different away from... It's a whole different, different married state now. now. Did they get married in a No, they didn't. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that. No, it just sounded like misinformation. I, 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 sounded like an excuse for saying. It's well, a weird excuse too, because yeah. they never ever let anything like that keep them from keeping a star out of a movie. Yeah, they would have shoehorned 
her in somehow. I, I mean, so, I suspect the role there was still a place for a role that was big enough for her to take it. Yeah, it probably would no, have I'm been a part. She didn't money, want to do I'm it sure. anymore because yeah. she was upset that the director got cut or something like. Yeah, from, she uh, might have been done. Dark with World. It. Yeah, we don't know that story, mm-hmm. do we? No, we we'll have to dig no, into we that. we don't. They will, of course, join Mark Ruffalo in the extended cast, who is reprising his role as the Hulk slash Bruce Banner for the sequel. Thor Ragnarok is set to open July 28th, 2017. And speaking of casting, John Watts has confirmed that Michael Keaton has joined Spider-Man Homecoming after all. Nice. Vulture. Although the role has not been confirmed, it is widely believed Keaton will play Adrian Toomes, a.k.a. the Vulture. Uh, in other news, Vincent D'Onofrio... Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, you're right. I ...is campaigning this. to be on the new Spider-Man movie. Oh. As Kingpin. Yes, this follows a rumor that emerged last week over at Screen Geek that Wil- Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin, could possibly pop up in the new movie. Fisk was the main antagonist of Marvel and Netflix's Daredevil Season 1 and appeared in Season 2. Uh, rumor or not, D'Onofrio is all for it as he expressed his excitement on Twitter. You know, seeing him as Kingpin again in season two, I really, really like his take on Kingpin. Yeah, that dude uh, oozes awesome dark charm. Yeah, he always has in every role he's played. I mean, the, the 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 character is slightly different than the comics, but at the same time, is totally capturing the essence of that character. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, his his Fisk is just unbelievably good. Like when I the, the episode in season two where he popped in, like at is, you know he's at the end of the episode. I was just like, "Holy shit, it's him!" <laughs> My Will Fisk brings all the boys to the yard. They're like, "It's better than yours." Damn right, it's better than yours. Michael Clark Duncan, take a back seat, fool. <laughs> well, he's wow. dead, you know. That's the ultimate back seat. Ultimate back seat. The ultimate retirement. <laughs> He's retired. The pitiful ultimate retirement. <laughs> <laughs> this was announced today. Comixology, that's the internet's largest outlet for digital comics, owned by Amazon, announced its first subscription-based unlimited comics service today for a $5.99 monthly fee. What? Yeah. Comixology Unlimited allows subscribers access to a library of comics from several of America's largest indie publishers. Image Comics, Dark Horse Comics, IDW Publishing, Boom Studios, Oni Press, Archie Comics, Valiant Entertainment, Fantagraphic Books, Dynamite Entertainment, Zenoscope, Action Lab, and Aspen Comics. Oh, man. Are you nice. doing this, Todd? I've already started my free trial. All right. But I'll get into that in just one second. Uh, for that price, subscribers can download and read any comic with the Comixology Unlimited label instead of paying for them piecemeal. The service also offers a 30-day free trial. If Comixology Unlimited is like Netflix, it also borrowed some of the streaming service's most obvious flaws, namely its limited library. Comixology's Unlimited biggest omissions, Marvel and DC Comics, are also its most expected ones. Subscribers will instantly gain access to books like Bitch Planet, Descender, The Wicked plus The Divine. Oh, Wicked and The Divine. Oh, my God. Saga. Good. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Sex Criminals. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Three of my favorites. You just sold it to Paul. (laughs) No, I own all of them. I'm not not. No, I don't like digital shit. Well, you don't have volume three of Sex Criminals because that keeps getting delayed. Well, I only have the big 
big hard edition. Anyway. Yeah, the, I gotta wait for the super the, deluxe. Like first the one of the big hard, hard like, sex criminals. Yep. Okay. Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> Hellboy, The Complete Peanuts, Lumberjanes, and the Adventure Complete Time. Penis. <laughs> That's what I heard too. But <laughs> yes, uncut. <laughs> oh, bigger and longer. That's the chosen penis. Streaming direct to you. No, oh, the chosen, oh! chosen, chosen one. Pe- the chosen oh, penis. Oh no, the chosen penis is cut. You're right. I forgot. Jehovah. <laughs> <laughs> But on a closer look, (laughs) I can say dirty words too, Tom. (laughs) What's actually available from the majority of these series is merely the first story arc, or at most the first few volumes. Garbage in a hot can Enough to wet a reader's whistle, then give them the idea of whether they'd like to read more. For example, Saga. Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples' incredibly popular space epic has 36 issues and five collected editions so far with a sixth on the way, but only the first six issues are available on Comixology and <laughs> Not so Knew old. it. What a lotus Knew finger. it, knew it, knew it. I don't understand this shit. Who ah. are they selling to? The, the hardcore casuals? So it's it's yeah, more of like a... casual, <laughs> don't give a fuck comic book people? No, no, it's no, more no. like I, a... I will defend this. A, a tasting service than a true subscription-based mm, right. content uh, library. Yeah. Not necessarily oh, yeah. bad, but a little different than the word unlimited. Tasting. Well, shoot, because I, uh, I was actually interested when you said IDW, because I got way behind on the, the Star Trek and the Transformers... Uh, issues that they were putting out and they started putting out some behind. really good stuff too i'm like 80 issues behind. <laughs> i haven't read that shit for three years i keep buying the single issues damn it that's star trek although the I, I was not sold on the uh star trek doctor who crossover which no they're two they're two of my favorite franchises but i'm just like yeah they need to be in separate universes <laughs> <laughs> keep it pure don't cross the streams. Right? Don't cross the streams. Now, here's the thing. $5.99. Well, here's the real interesting thing. The, how I learned about this story was not through the news channels. Uh, on Twitter, most of what I follow are authors. And the first thing I saw was Warren Ellen said, hey, has anybody seen this? And put up the news about this. And then Joe Hill then going on, wait, what's happening? And so the people who are writing this cut these comics aren't even aware this is happening until this announcement. Oh, so it's no. So it's not a known how compensation is being done. <laughs> I don't think if it is any because that's what these subscription models tend to be very little in way. Doesn't of compensation, sound like there's anything. any compensation. And I wonder if some of these don't go against contract because Brian Keene was all of a sudden getting involved saying. Um, check to see if my stuff's on there because if it is, it shouldn't be because I'm contracted against this kind of stuff. See, uh, this is buy books, people. Buy books. Buy solid copies of video games. Issue digital at all costs. Issue digital or face your peril. We are getting to dumb town. I hate digital <laughs> shit. Face your peril. And, and, and yeah, I, we are and getting will, to <laughs> dumb town. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will disagree once again. What? And I will disagree with you once again. Okay, my my three hundred books I, I on Kindle goes completely against what you're saying. I, oh. And I I think well yeah I mean I think it's great for getting a taste but yeah uh, D- digital get, when done properly with the right conversation to author 
is fantastic. In fact, the digital editions you're seeing from the major authors like Brian Keene, he yes. releases his own stuff, mm-hmm. and he gets more of his money now than he ever has for the stuff he's writing. And you guys have heard my girl genius rant a thousand times, so I'm going to go over that again, but... That, oh, that, that model do. works. Yeah, if you're if you're digital self publishing when you're an established author, yes, you can actually afford to do that. If you're just starting out, you have no choice but to go through the whole publisher system. No, and let that's them... not true. In no? fact, many aren't. No. Many are skewing that because that's that's two different separate models happening right. now. God damn, there's a lot of eschewing going on yeah, tonight. There is. Not a single of us except for Paul How many issues? Gesundheit. We are in dumb town. We're getting close to dumb town. But I did download it. I did start the free trial because I did want to see what was on there. And I started reading Joe Hill's again because I've read it like three times. Lock and Key, which is on there. Mm-hmm. At least the first volume. One thing I do like about how the digital is structured, at least with Comixology, mm-hmm. is you yes. can opt for a panel at a time reading. Oh, that's nice. Which, once you swipe, it just goes to the next panel and then zooms in oh. on specific parts. Because I have a really bad habit he does. when I read a comic book. Because when I turn a page, my eye goes right to the right bottom corner oh, of the right really? page. And really? I spoil shit all the time for oh, myself. no. Why does your eye do that? I that's weird. I don't know. It only, of course, I, I guess... From that time he grew up in Japan. Right, he's reading. Right. He's reading Hebrew <laughs> yeah. from the bottom he's right. Reading corner Hebrew up. from Japan. Thank you, Andy. I, I think I just usually just take in a whole page first, and so that's so I just see that, and then like, ah, oh. sure. But this keeps that. Marukataya, teenage jokeru, and shalom. Did you say shalom? Shalom. Hebrew in Japan. Hebrew teenage jokeru. I also read from left to right. I wasn't paying attention. Damn it. Most so, people don't want Andy. Uh, I do yeah. like this <laughs> single panel reading because it also makes me stop and read a comic slower and appreciate everything that's happening panel per panel. But you can look at it the full page too if you want. To. You can that. Yeah, you can do the traditional. Uh, Not everyone would like good this. page designers actually design the whole page to work together. But it's nice to be able to pop page panel to panel. Too. And when it does that, it actually does that for you as well. It. Puts it in on the words and so on, and then the next part of the words, and then pulls out for the whole panel and the whole page when the artist wants that. It's directed by the company. That's interesting. interesting. So I do like that. And you're reading this on your Kindle? I'm reading this on, no, because my Kindle is e-ink. I only read novels on that. Okay. E-ink does not do comics well. Gotcha. But, it uh, does not, no. So you're reading but, on your computer. Uh, no, Comixology has its own app. I'm reading this on my iPad. iPad, okay. Which is perfect for reading comics. So, yeah. so I'll let you know days. more as this goes on. But I'm I'm really trying to follow what authors are saying about this. So, so stay tuned. Watch yeah. this space. To be continued. And speaking of to be continued, mm. this is the end of this podcast. We'll see you in oh. Green Valley. This is it. Paseo Verde, but which is in Green Valley. No, nah. to be continued because this very podcast will be continued in its GPG form this <laughs> Saturday. And maybe we might even get to some uh, red light, green light. Ooh, Ooh, do you have yeah. a ton of uh, G? Sorry? You have a ton of G news? You got I guess red news light. is always G, huh? News is kind of G, usually G. We make right. it worse yeah, than that. We, yeah, we fix no. that. <laughs> we okay. take it to a hard R slash NC-17. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and if you can't join us at the Paseo Verde Minicon, then... Then fuck you. Yeah. 
You don't get the second half. <laughs> Fuck you forever. That's bro. right. In fact, we're not going to record it. Ha! Yeah. Burn. Yeah. You want red light, green light? Show the fuck up. The lost episode. You green light <laughs> that nobody would ever care about. Uh, again, I think we'll periscope this. So, yeah. <laughs> the geek shock you don't give a shit about. I'm going to parachute it. Parachote no, once if <laughs> as long yeah. as things go well. I will have this. We'll be re- invited back next year. Yeah, well, that I'm not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> or desiring. We Let's will. Be honest. We will if, if it's done well. If it's done well. Da, 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 if it's done well. Wiener, 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 wiener. But if it goes well, then you will have part two of this podcast this weekend. So this will be a very unusual weekend where you get two geek shocks Woo-hoo. in one week. So. But don't count on it. <laughs> Who do we think we are? Paul's get, other podcast? If ah. you get it, it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah, this is this is number If you get it, it might be an STD. This is number three for me. It taunts you. Uh, we're doing another one on Thursday, and then we got that one on Saturday, so that'll be five podcasts this week. Is this a record? I don't know, I think that's... Damn, I've done dude. it before. I think five is, is okay. the most... You're like Kevin Smith with the podcasting, yo. Right? Let's do a podcast. And no money. Six. I'm like Kevin Smith with no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or movies to my credit. And and you don't smoke pot. Man, that is a slippery slope. <laughs> I, I have to say, as the pot has gotten further in Kevin Smith's life, I've enjoyed his stuff less and less. Yeah, yeah. His I mean, movies, his podcasts, I, they're are not is, as compelling as they were. That's just it. I'm like, yikes. Stay he's away. Got a, he's got a lovely woman who, who who loves him very much and keeps him happy. He, oh, he's, he's, it's hard he's to be he's happy. A good man. He's got a good business <laughs> going on. I don't dissuade that. That's just a personal personal thing that I feel about it. But, yeah, you do your th- you do yeah. you boo. Yeah, absolutely. No, but I'm saying it's not necessarily the pot. It's it's hard to be happy and creative. Uh, you lose, so you're you lose your he's edge. Not being creative. You lose no. your, lose oh, you say he's edge. happy. Yeah. It, like you got to suffer for art to happen. Art, yeah, you lose some of the edge. <laughs> yeah. That, just got a window into Andy's soul. <laughs> <laughs> so why aren't you making some amazing art, Andy? <laughs> I'm pretty happy. No, you're really? oh, oh, see, yeah. this is the problem. That's Stop problem. That's so fucking happy. Uh, good. Uh, okay. And don't forget, should... uh, you can email us, comments at uglycowshow.com for Grey Widow's Walk by Dan Jolly. Just write Grey Widow's Walk in the subject line. Or if you have a question for us or something you want to bring up, you can write us at that very same address. Comments at uglycowshow.com. And until Saturday, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you this Saturday in Geek. Ooh. Have we still been getting more Mumrock questions? Oh, yeah. We still got Mumrock questions. Thank you for sending them in. We'll get to them. We've got them. We should also... uh... No, we will not do them Saturday. (laughs) That would be... See, I thought about that, but I'm like, no, that breaks Mumrock. Mumrock's the grossest. Yeah, we don't want to censor Mumrock. He's not Love Miller, but he's gross. (laughs) He's not Love Miller levels. We should also give a shout out to Pat Spurl and his uh, audio remixes of the podcast. Oh, my God. Crazy shit. I love those. Pat is probably hitting town right now. Yes, he's He's, he's he's been... on the road. He's been live... Yeah, broadcasting his his trip to see us, aka. Um, oh, he's going to be at the show on Saturday. Yeah, yes. nice. Uh, Very nice. What the, the hell is his friggin' handle? Um, I can't remember Pat's actual handle. That you the, always do this. I know. Croak the DJ. You bring Thank you. He's got it. He's got it. I was going to say something, but I don't remember what it was. Because uh, uh, the uh, DJ. Uh, yes. I, oh, I, awesome, Andy. 
I love you can his finally selection. have your your conversation where you say DJs aren't actual musicians. Oh. They, they aren't. Okay. <laughs> there you go, Croak. That, that's that's yeah, that's forward. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Keep digging, Andy. Keep goddamn digging. Well, please don't. Just put the shovel away. Jeez. I love his selection of audio choices for what, the, what the, shovel. Snip, the snippets are are our choice. Oh, choice is right. Really, choice? Yeah. That was, the, that was the weirdest European vacation reference I could have made. <laughs> My God. Wow. <laughs> but at least you did it. How many European and, and, vacation and references you do we have? Are very bellissimo also. Well, there I am. <laughs> <laughs>